Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSVN, across all forms of social media. And of course, you can also find all of our great content free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content. Typically, new content is available each day. You'll get the latest content when it's available from the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the good news is, is that the Braves are returning to Atlanta to take on the Mets in what arguably is one of the most important series of the year for anybody in Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, the Braves will be doing it once again, one game behind the Mets in the NL East. And what a wild ride it was with just an unfortunate ending on Wednesday night. At one point, the Mets were down 4 to nothing against the Marlins, and the Braves, thanks to Michael Harris's hustle once again, the Braves were tied, had come back and tied the Nationals once again, 2-2. Two to two. So it looked like for a short period of time, the Braves were actually the ones who were going to be able to have a good chance of going up one game in the NL East going into this weekend series. But unfortunately, that is just not how it wound up happening. The Mets were able to come back, win their game 5-4. to four, And for the Braves, it was a disappointing dose of deja vu. For the second straight Wednesday, the Braves lost a game. 3-2 to two to, to the Nationals, in which the Braves' offense just could not put together the amount of offense that it needed to get the job done. And, and again, it's just, it's unfortunately just one of those games. Now, that explanation has happened a bit too frequently over the past week or so. I certainly can acknowledge that, but that's that's just what happened last night. Uh, the Braves' offense could not get the job done. I mean, there are, there are certainly reasons as to why the top of the Braves' order, going to combine one for 18, definitely didn't help batters. Uh, overall, Jake Odorizzi did not have a good outing himself. You know, he did he did his job, I guess you could say. He went 3.2 innings, only allowed two earned runs himself. So he, he quote-unquote, did his job. But the Braves just could not get the big inning like they've usually found success doing against the Nationals on Wednesday night, and they now find themselves one game behind the Mets heading into 
this weekend series. Now, a few positive takeaways still actually exist. As we mentioned, Ronald Acuna Jr., who has been excellent since he's returned back from his back injury and overall has really been excellent since August 1st, he last night, though he didn't have anything to show for it, 108 mile per hour uh, hit off his bat, 106 mile per hour hit off his bat. It's clear Ronald Acuna Jr. is making the type of contact he needs to be a difference maker. And you hope that he'll be able to see some of those hard hit balls continue to fall or maybe even go out of the ballpark as this season continues to progress. Obviously, the big news of the night was Matt Olson once again showing life, coming out of his slump, another home run, his 30th home run of the season. And so for the Braves, that's an excellent sign to see, especially when it comes to needing another bat in the middle of their order to potentially be productive. Because as we mentioned, there's been inconsistencies from Austin Riley. There's been inconsistencies from Dansby Swanson. Obviously, the struggles of Matt Olson. That's why we've seen the Braves tinker with the lineup a bit to put Michael Harris in the order. To, to potentially put him in the middle of the order. He batted third during this series against the Nationals. He's batted fourth. The pretty cool stat is he's actually batted in every position so far this season as a rookie for the Braves. But that's why we've seen the Braves tinker with the lineup is that they needed someone, some sort of consistency in the middle of the order. The hope is, is that Austin Riley, Olsen, and whomever else is around them in the Mets series, will all be productive. But it at least is encouraging to see that Matt Olson has put together a string of good games, multiple home runs, an extra base hit for an RBI, I believe, in three of his past four games. That's a great sign. Not saying that he's officially backed, you know, being a true middle-of-the-order producer. We know he can be that. We know he is that. But not saying he's going to be that throughout this series against the Mets and against the playoffs as of yet. But it's at least good to see that he's put together a string of games that hopefully will be the turning point for him to get his back going once again. But another big takeaway from this series, and to me the di biggest difference maker potentially over the weekend for the Braves, is excellent bullpen production that has been a consistent theme for Atlanta throughout the past few weeks. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. 
So as of this morning, both the Braves and the Mets have an off day before the huge series in Atlanta this weekend. The Mets are traveling to Atlanta, may have already arrived, and the Mets find themselves one game ahead of the Braves in the NL East Division. Now, the one of the other outside of this series narratives to watch will be the path of Hurricane Ian. Much was made of it earlier this week, even to the point of Major League Baseball discussing contingency plans with the Mets and the Braves in the case weather were to impact the series. It remains to be seen what impact Hurricane Ian will have. It'll be interesting to see if it has any type of impact on when games are played, you know, especially on Saturday. So make sure you stay with BatteryPower.com and BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media for the latest when it comes to any potential changes that could happen due to the path of Hurricane Ian. But the Mets being up one to nothing, or excuse me, the Mets being up one game on the Braves in this series, that in and of itself has more significance this year than it does in other years. And the reason why that is is because of this. The Mets not only are one game up on the Braves going into this series, but they also have the better record, the better head-to-head record. They are 9-7 and seven against Atlanta this year. With the new playoff format that's in place for Major League Baseball this season, you will not see at the end of the year if teams are tied for a division lead, for instance. If the Mets and Braves are tied at the top of the NL East, you will not see an extra game. It'll be a tiebreaker, mathematical tiebreaker, and the mathematical tiebreaker is head-to-head record. So not only do the Mets have that one-game lead, but they also have the better head-to-head record. So they have the tiebreaker if both teams were to finish with the same record at the top of the NL East at the end of the season. So what that means is, is that the Braves basically have to at least win two out of three games this weekend. The best scenario, and really, you know, the most ideal one. We're not, we're not, obviously it's the most ideal, but it also becomes important. The Braves really need to sweep this weekend series. There, there's, there's no doubt about that. Much easier said than done, obviously. But at the very least, the Braves do need to win two out of three games. So that by the time... The games have been played through Sunday. The Braves are at least tied with the Mets atop the NL East with three games to go. But with the fact that the Mets not only have that one-game lead plus the tiebreaker, it really would benefit the Braves, obviously, to get a sweep this weekend. Again, much easier said than done, but that's an important thing to remember is that not only are the Mets up one game on the Braves, going into the weekend, but the Mets also have the tiebreaker, which matters this season due to the Mets having the better head-to-head record. So what are a few storylines? What are a few narratives, I feel, to watch going into this series against the Mets? Well, for one, it's who is going to either remain hot or get hot in the Braves' order. What I mean by that is is that it's wonderful to see Ronald Acuna Jr. 
hitting at the level that he is. I've talked about it multiple times this week, how he seems to be getting back to his true before-injury form. That's great to see. The Braves are going to need that desperately at the top of their order. Matt Olson, coming out of his slump, putting together better at-bats, showing that the power is returning in, in consistent form, that's a great development. But the other huge thing that the Braves need for this series, they need for at least one of Dansby Swanson and or Austin Riley to get back to playing at the form that put them in the MVP conversation around the All-Star break or right after the All-Star break. Since August 1st, we, we've talked about it here on the Daily Hammer. It's been talked about in other places. Since August 1st, both Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley, though, though yes, they've been productive, they've not been at the same level since August 1st that they were in June and July. So the top of the Braves order, that one through four spot, even the one through five spot, whoever mans those positions, who's ever hit, whatever players are hitting in those spots, they're going to have to be productive. The Braves are not going to win many times against the Mets if they have a one for 18 performance from the top four hitters in their order like they had on Wednesday night against the Nationals. So it's not only Ronald Acuna Jr. and Matt Olson continuing their good hitting, it's Dansby Swanson and or Austin Riley returning to their best form for this series. Another thing that stands out is how... Will the, Braves, will the Braves tinker with their lineup? You know, will Michael Harris be in that third or fourth spot in this series against the Mets, or will he potentially bat lower with Acuna, Swanson, some form of Riley, Olsen, and Darno hitting in those three, four, or five spots? It'll be interesting to see where Michael Harris is placed in the lineup. And it's not just about him being a rookie. No, the Braves have put them there, put Michael Harris in the middle of the order because they trust his bat with how productive it's been over the past several months. And he's still made a difference. Over the past few games, being in the middle of the order against the Nationals, it hasn't been Michael Harris delivering, you know, extra base hits, though he did on Tuesday night. But it's also been the small aspects of the game. His hustle down the line on balls in play made a huge difference over the past two nights. So it's not just about the power. It's not just about the production. It's about the fact that Michael Harris consistently does things to win games. So it'll be interesting to see where the Braves place him in the lineup for this weekend. And another big thing comes down to who plays second, who DHs in this series against the Mets. You have to anticipate with Chris Bassett, Max Scherzer, and Jacob deGrom as the pitchers the Braves will be facing, you have to figure that the outfield will be Eddie Rosario, Michael Harris, and Ronald Acuna Jr. with how good those three players have been hitting in recent weeks. But who DHs for the Braves? Who plays second for the Braves? Will it be Vaughn Grissom or will it be Orlando Arcia? You know, will the Braves feature both their catchers in the lineup for this weekend? That remains to be seen as well. So how the Braves tinker with their lineup will be really will be really interesting to watch. But for me, the biggest X factor in this series that I feel could be in the Braves' advantage as the Mets and Braves enter this series 
is the performance of both teams' bullpens. When the Braves have had success against the Mets this season, there have been multiple times in which the Braves' starters have kept the game close with the Mets' starters. But then when the game got to the bullpens, the Braves have either been able to come back, extend their lead, catch up with the Mets by having success against the Mets' bullpen. That, to me, is something that stands out in this series because with Bassett, Scherzer, and DeGrom on the mound for the Mets in this series, the Braves, it's going to be tough for the Braves to have a lot of offensive success. That's just a natural complement to how good that starting trio is and has been for the Mets. But if the Braves can keep the game close or either have a lead or keep the game close as the game gets to the bullpens outside of Edwin Diaz for the Mets, that's where the Braves, I feel, can have their success. That's where they could either earn a win or two in this series or secure a win or two in this series by extending their lead. Because coming into this series against the Mets, over the past 14 days, the Braves' bullpen has a 1.13 ERA. They arguably have been the best bullpen in the majors over the past two weeks, which is great to see after the struggles that they had, especially on that West Coast road trip. A 1.13 ERA in nearly 45 innings over the past two weeks. That's a great performance. We saw it in all three games against the Nationals. That is the one clear area, in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the Braves have the better offense entering this series against the Mets. I do think that the Mets have the upper hand when it comes to pitching, at least in terms of how consistent the trio of Mets starters will be versus the Braves trio of starters. I think the Mets have the advantage when it comes to starting pitching. But when it comes to the offense, I think the Braves have the higher ceiling. But the clear area of advantage for the Braves going into this series against the Mets is their bullpen, and thankfully over the past two weeks, the Braves' bullpen has returned to form as arguably one of, if not the best, in the majors. So the Braves' bullpen remaining as effective as possible when it comes to the pitching side of things, and the Braves' offense potentially being able to find success against the Mets' bullpen before the game gets to Edwin Diaz. That part of each game could really be the turning point to make these games go to the Braves' advantage over the weekend. So the top of the order getting hot, how the Braves fill out their lineups when it comes to DH and second base, and the Braves' bullpen remaining highly effective, those are several storylines for me when it comes to this weekend series against the Mets. And of course, we'll have you covered, breaking down every aspect of each game when it comes to the Mets and Braves here on the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening in. 
Hope you enjoy your day. Hopefully everybody remains safe and secure with the hurricane in play, but hopefully that will be the case and everybody will be able to enjoy supporting the Braves in their biggest series of the regular season. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.